Welcome back to the Free Your Energy podcast. My name is Sylvester McNutt III, and today we are here talking about the story of sobriety. If you didn't know, I took a year off of drinking alcohol, and in this episode, I want to share with you what I learned, why I did it, what I went through, some of the benefits that came from it. And first, let's just start off with this quote that I grabbed from Brene Brown. She says, one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. I love that quote. I love that quote because I feel like it's a beautiful invitation for all of us to recognize that our stories matter. What we go through matters. And more importantly, how we tell our story and how we view our story, our perspective that we choose to take makes a big difference, not only in our lives, but in the lives of other people that we know and don't know. If you are the type of person who enjoys reading, you can go to my website, sylvestermcnutt.net, and you can read this. Just click on the journal tab. Uh, the article is called What I Learned from One Year of Sobriety. You can read it in its entirety. It's about five to six minute read. It's a pretty quick read for you. But I'll take you back to March 2021. I was in Tampa, Florida doing a solo vacation. The purpose of the trip is, honestly, I was really investigating the question of, could I live in Tampa? Uh, I've been in Arizona since 2012. I was in Chicago before that. And in my heart, I know that my time in Arizona has come to an end. I've loved living in Arizona. It's been good for me. It's been a great healing place. It's allowed me to start my my career. It's allowed me to chase my dreams. Uh, it's allowed me to find the girl that I had a kid with. It's allowed me to travel and meet different different people. It's allowed me to become an adult. Arizona has been good to me. It's been great to me. And I've been here 10 years. Uh, and so as a consequence of being in a place for 10 years, uh, September will be 10 years. You just start thinking to yourself, okay, do I want to stay here? Do I love the roots that I have here? You know, you start thinking those type of questions. And for me, I'm kind of at a space where I want something different. I want something new. More specifically, I want to be near the beach and near the water and near the ocean. You know, if you were to ask me my favorite place, I would tell you is being by the water, being by the beach. I love everything that comes with it, whether it's playing sports on the beach, just going for a walk, listening to the waves, doing a meditation, doing yoga on the beach eating food with people, playing beach volleyball. Like I, I just love the entire vibration of the beach uh, for lifestyle reasons, for soul healing reasons, for community and connection reasons. There's just so much. And so I find myself, you know, and I'm not too far from the beach. I'm a four or five hour drive from the beach now. Uh, but I find myself craving that as well as I, I, I'm recognizing that the quality of the relationships that I personally am seeking, I'll be honest, I don't necessarily have in Arizona. I know a bunch of people in Arizona, uh, but Arizona, at least, and this could be me, you know, this could be me. This is just me naming my experience. Arizona has been very uh, clicky, it feels like. Uh, and also, it feels very isolating. Uh, again, a good place, a great place. But to me, this is just me naming my experience. Uh, it's, it, it feels a little isolating. And um, I think a change will be good for me. Now, where I move, I don't know. But I was in Tampa. 
in March 2021 to see if this was a place that I could move to. Uh, because again, it had the beach and some of the other things I was looking for. I do have a small community of people that I know there that uh, every time I go there, I visit a couple guys I went to college with, a couple guys I met in adulthood. So pretty good relationships there. If you're wondering another place that I'm really curious about is San Diego. Uh, I've always loved San Diego. I've always had an affinity for San Diego. I actually was set on moving there in 2018. Uh, and then like right when the lease was going to come up, or excuse me, I think it was 2019. And then right when my lease was going to come up, I found out I was having a kid and that changed things. <laughs> and then as you know, 2020, 2021, we did this little thing called a pandemic. So things were totally different. And so I feel like between 2019, 2020, and 21, those that, those three years, for me, it just wasn't prime for me to move uh, to San Diego, as well as I personally did not like how California handled uh, the pandemic. This is me being completely honest with you, completely transparent with you. Um, I didn't really like how it was handled. And so that was a big turnoff for me. And so now that I see that it's over with, I'm, my eyes are more on San Diego as an option now. Now, with all that being said, when I was in Tampa, I was there recruiting pretty much, trying to see, hey, could I live here? Could I live in this space? Could I live here? And it, yeah, the answer is yeah, I could. I, I like Tampa. I like the people I met. I like the the food. I like the culture. I like the energy. I like the vibrations. It, it's a good place. And if any of you are down in Tampa and, you know, you're like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm here. Like, let me tell you about it. Feel free to reach out. Or if you're in San Diego and you're like, hey, let me tell you about it. Hey, reach out. Like something that is important to me wherever I move next is community. And um, I would love to meet different people, whether it's working out or, you know, doing some yoga or obviously whenever I do public speaking again, I definitely will host events wherever I move. And um, yeah, reach out, reach out. So I was walking to this gastropub in Tampa. And when I get there, I nestle up next to the bar. The light was just darting through the windows. The televisions exhibited college basketball, PGA bowling, and professional golf. It was March. I ordered my food. Now, you guys are going to be surprised when I tell you what I ordered. I ordered a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Yes, in Tampa. I know. I know. Uh, I also ordered an old-fashioned which is my favorite drink. Uh, and of course, water, because you know, you need, you can't just drink. You have to, <laughs> you need water. Let's be honest. What's wrong with people who don't get water when they order things? And so I know my Nashville people are going to be like, wait a minute. Did you just say you ordered a Nashville hot chicken sandwich in Tampa? And I just, look, I just want to apologize to you now. Okay. I'm not here to disrespect you. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I was just in the moment. I rolled with it. It was on the menu. It caught me by surprise, you know, because you go to Tampa and, you know, there's a big Cuban community there. So I'm thinking I was going to get a Cubano sandwich. And I don't know if I said that right, but I think that's how you pronounce it. Correct me if I didn't say it right. So I thought I was going to get that that Cuban sandwich. I think it's called a Cubano. And, uh, you know, I saw Nashville hot chicken sandwich on there and I just roll with the moment. I was like, all right, cool. I don't know why this is on here. They must do it really good if it's on here. Maybe the owner's from Nashville, you know? So anyways, 
the sandwich on a scale of one to ten, it was like it was like a four, maybe maybe six at the best. It, it was between a four and six. It it just yeah. I'm sorry to all, all my Nashville people. I let you down, and uh, I apologize. Now the old fashioned, it was like a two. And it wasn't a two. Now, now for all my bartenders out there, you know that when it comes to old, making it an old fashioned, uh, there's a skill there. You know, there's a there's a craftsmanship behind it. All right. There's a talent behind it, you know, and shout out to all the bartenders who who value the skill of making a quality drink. You know, like, let's be honest, bartending is is a talent. You know, some people just do it for the money, but some people actually do it for the skill, for for the service. Uh, they create the energy for you. They tell you about the ingredients, about the drink. They present it to you in a way. They have they have energy. They have flair. They have style. You know, like shout out to all those bartenders. And so this bartender, um, you know, they didn't do anything wrong. It just it just was like a two. It was just like a eh. And so I went and took a sip and there was this inner voice inside of me that said, put the drink down, young man, (laughs) put the drink down. And I was like, okay, all right. So, you know, I put the drink down and I don't drink it. And literally that moment is how one year of sobriety started for me. It wasn't some crazy incident. It wasn't anything else. It was me having a Nashville hot chicken sandwich in Tampa when I was there trying to figure out if that was a place I'm going to move to next. I ordered an old fashioned. I didn't like it. I heard a voice that said, don't drink. And then when I tried to have a drink, the voice said, hey, don't drink. That was it. I didn't drink for the next year. And so I want to give you the five things that I learned from the experience. Now, there's at least I mean, there's at least 10 or 15 different things, but just to respect your time and just to get straight to the point, because I am that type of person, (laughs) uh, let's just go ahead and give you five things that I feel like now that I've had some space from the year from from March 2021 to March 2022, now that I've had some space from it, I can look back and reflect and and have more of a uh, honest opinion. Number one, the number one thing that I notice is relationships change. Uh, there are some people who you only hang out with because you drink. And when I stopped drinking for a year, I didn't see some of those people. And now that that year is up, there's a few of those people I haven't seen at all or even heard from. Uh, and so, you know, you do lose. You will maybe lose some relationships. Uh, But then there's other people who understand and respect that you're taking time off from drinking and they support you. And so they'll say, hey, I still want to see you and connect with you. So let's go get a coffee. Let's go get tea. Let's go get water. Or, hey, when we go hang out, maybe we could just go get something to eat. And if they want to drink, they'll drink, but they'll support that you're not trying to drink. And so the consequence is that those relationships get stronger. Uh, so the first thing I learned is that relationships change and they change in both directions. Some end and some get stronger. The second thing that I really loved is that you consume fewer calories and less sugar. OK, this is a huge benefit uh, to not drinking, you know, and, and I invite you to Google the drink that you consume the most. For me, it's an old fashioned. So, you know, an old fashioned is about 150 calories. 
And then let's just do the math over a week, over a month, over a year, you know, and, you, you know, nobody's going to have just one drink. So let's just put it at 300 calories because you're going to have to. Right. So you get you get your two old fashions and let's just say you drink once a week at 300 calories. That's what? Twelve hundred calories in a week. OK. Um, I think if I'm doing the math right, that's fourteen thousand four hundred calories in a year and that's that it would be 1200 calories in a month okay yeah that now i'm doing it right and then if you think about that when you're getting you know a salty margarita long island a rum and coke when you're getting these drinks you are also getting added sugars 20 grams of added sugar 30 grams of added sugar and so when you stop drinking you remove those sugars you remove those sugars from your from your diet, from your body. And so if you're in that phase of your life, this is just something to consider. I'm not telling you to do anything. If you're in a phase of your life where you're like, man, I would love to lose an extra five to 10 to 15 pounds. Um, obviously, moving more, getting sharp and specific with your, your diet and what you're eating is going to help. But also, releasing alcohol is going to help you a lot. Uh, and it's much deeper than just calories and sugar. Alcohol, it's much, much deeper than that. And we can go into that at a later moment. And I can even bring in an expert to talk with, with us about that. If that's something you guys would be interested in, just let me know. Uh, number three, and this kind of connects with number one, but I want to take it a little bit differently. So number three is you create deeper relationships with more meaning and clarity. And so meaning and clarity is one of the things that's most important to me. You know, here on the Free Your Energy podcast, that's why I bring people on so we can get more clarity on different topics and ideas and subjects and uh, vantage points and viewpoints to get more clarity. Because what does clarity do for us? Well, it helps us see things clearer, literally. How many of us are walking around with a foggy lens on our own perspectives or on our own lives? So going sober for that that one year, it helped me get more clear on what I want out of my relationships. It helped me get more clear on what I'm bringing to my relationships. And so I strongly recommend, you know, even if you don't, if you love drinking, I, I say, hey, take 90 days off just to see what type of clarity can come to you. You know, you might get more clear on your business. You might get clear on, on what you want out of life. You might get clear on what you need as you evolve and as you grow. Okay. And then the fourth thing is when you, when I took the year off, I recognized that I had more intention and more purpose. And I was the type of person that before that, I already felt like I was living inside of my purpose. And, you know, I was a very intentional per person. But a year off gave me so much more intention and purpose. I had time to reevaluate my relationship with alcohol, as well as my relationship with the gym, with food, with sleep, with meditation, with yoga, with lifting, with walking, with all the things that support my wellness and my longevity. Um, and then for me specifically, uh, one of my favorite parts was just the creative aspect. I got to go on a bunch of different podcasts. Like I went on uh, Ruby Warrington's podcast. She's the host of the Sober Curious podcast. So I got to go on different podcasts. And um, I went on a podcast with Darren Waller and Donnie Starkins. Um, and we, we, we talked about, you know, my journey and I got to talk about sobriety. And so just connecting with people who are in a space as well of sobriety or sober curiousness, uh, I just felt like that was amazing just to find like these like-minded people um, who also were willing to share their journeys and to open up. And it really is a vulnerable space. 
it really is such a vulnerable space. Drinking is, for some people, a deep shame wound. It's a deep story wound. It's a part of some people's family system and family structure. And so when we can have this conversation about alcohol and your relationship with it, why you drink, should you drink, should you drink less, it just opens up a vessel for trust, clarity, connection, vulnerability, and realness. And I know, isn't that something we all want here on the Free Your Energy podcast? Of course. So in conclusion, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to, to share with you some of the things that I learned from my experience. Uh, a year off of drinking really helped me reclaim my power and my voice. It really helped me listen to my intuition because in that moment when I was in Tampa, like I said, there was a voice that just said, hey, don't drink. And I trusted my intuition. I, li I listened to that voice uh, and it made me trust myself more. And self-trust is really important to our healing and to our power. Uh, and so whenever you create a type of content like this, people will always ask you, do you drink now? And if so, what's the relationship with alcohol now? And I'm going to own that. I'm going to own that question because I know that someone wants to know now where I'm at. I have no problem answering that question. And I'll be specific. I honestly hate when people are vague because it shows me that they're not embodying their truth. They're not they're not able to stand up in their realness and who they are and where they are with things. That's why people are vague. That's why people don't answer questions when you ask them. That's why people skip around because they're they're not ready to embody it. And I'm going to embody it because I'm not I'm not uh, afraid of any consequence of being honest. It, it is based on my desire. On most days, I have no desire to drink. Most days, most days, literally meaning if there's 31 days in a month out of the 30 days, I have no desire to drink. That's just me. That's just where I am. That's just my relationship with alcohol. But on that 31st day, if the voice says, hey, you know, let's get a glass of wine or have an old fashioned, which ironically, I haven't had an old fashioned since uh, that day. I'll do it. For me, it's about the intuitive relationship that I have with what I'm putting in my body. I personally am not an alcoholic and I've never had a problem with drinking. So for me in my life, this is easy for me. I recognize and honor that everybody is at a different point. Some people can never, ever touch alcohol again because it will trigger them and send them into a spiral of habits and behaviors that do not support the lifestyle that they want. And I respect that. Some people don't see anything wrong with the relationship that they have with drinking. I can respect that too. It's your life. I'm Again, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to shame. I'm not here to put down. I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. I'm just sharing my journey. If you do have a serious problem with drinking and you want support, I recommend visiting AA.org. Uh, that's Alcoholic Anonymous. I know people who are in the program who have been in it and it has supported them and helped them greatly. With that being said, I really appreciate you for joining me here today on the Free Your Energy podcast. And I appreciate you giving me the space to take some time off and to get some clarity also in you know what I'm doing. I'm not the type of person who creates a podcast every single day and every single week at the exact same time. Uh, for me, it's all about being honest and being genuine and being creative when I am inspired and creating content that actually inspires me. Because as a creator, oftentimes we become slaves to our creatorship 
into our viewership, into our listeners. And I refuse to do that. I have to create from a genuine space. I have to create because it's real for me. Uh, and I feel like that energy comes off, whether it's a writing, a book, a podcast, a YouTube video, a speech, um, whatever it is, I feel like that genuine energy is the best energy and it makes the deepest impact uh, on human beings. And that's what we're all trying to do, right? We're trying to make genuine impact. And uh, yes. So with that being said, thank you for joining me today on the Free Your Energy podcast. Now, if you didn't know, I brought back my most popular workshop. Uh, one of my most popular workshops is called The Art of Letting Go. And so it's actually a workshop and it's a course. So it's a workshop because we're going to be doing a live component on July 2nd. Okay. Uh, and so you can register for that today. It's about an hour chat. Pretty much I'll be chatting with you for about 20, 30 minutes. And then the latter 20, 30 minutes will be question and answer. Um, and so you can bring your questions, whatever question it is. Hey, I want to let go of you know, hey, it could even be, hey, I want to let go of drinking. I want to let go of eating macaroni and cheese. I want to let go of staying up late at night. Anything that you feel you need to let go of, you can bring that um, to the chat. And I'm going to put some energy around it. I'm going to try my best to answer those questions. There is a very specific framework for letting go, for releasing things. And I'm going to try to go over everything I can with you to support. And so again, the workshop is called the art of letting go. You can register at imlettinggo.net. Uh, if you're following me on Instagram or Twitter, you can just click the link in my bio. You'll see it right there. Uh, the price tag for this one is $97. Now, what happens though is if you register, you will see that last year's uh, workshop is already in there. So you can, you as a bonus, you can literally buy it and already go check out last year's workshop. So you'll be getting content right away. Um, and so pretty much just so you know how the structure works after we finish it, uh, we finish the chat. I send it to my editor. He'll edit. Uh, once I get the files back from him, uh, we upload them and then you can go review them uh, at any moment. You'll have it. You know, so if, if you register last year, you you have last year's and you'll get this one. If you register this year, you're going to get this year. You're going to get last year and you'll get it next year. And so I love doing a workshop course like this because you get the live component of the workshop, but then you also get to keep the content from as a self-paced course. So then that way, let's just say September comes around and you're like, man, I'm, I'm going through this thing where I'm releasing a friendship and I just need some words on letting go. Well, now you pull this up and you literally have it. You have the content right there. So I love it. So with that being said, you can go register at imlettinggo.net or like I said on Instagram or Twitter, just find that uh, find that link tree and you can register. It's ninety seven dollars. Uh, starts July 2nd, July 2nd. That's a Saturday morning. Uh, again, if you're working or something, you can still register. And then once the files get sent in, I'll send an email and you can just go review it at your own time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Free Your Energy podcast, and I'll talk with you soon.